the spirit of life calling Mamela and a voice with the fear of a child asking Oh Mamela And a very good afternoon to you. It's 12 minutes after 1 o'clock here on Radio Veritas 576 AM, the only uh, Catholic radio station in Southern Africa. Uh, thank you very, very much to Father Michelle uh, for saying Mass for us. And uh, very good afternoon to you. My name is Akane Malobola, and I'm standing in for the birthday boy today, Mr. Ditabe, uh, who is celebrating his birthday. A message is coming in from every direction uh, to celebrate with him uh, today. So we're really, really, uh, I think even on his behalf, are grateful uh, that you're all sending through all your messages. Uh, Father Michel is on his way out to the Bosco Youth Center where uh, most of our Catholic youth are making their way out to a historic uh, event that will be taking place, the South African Mini World Youth Day that will be taking place from today uh, all the way through to uh, Sunday morning, actually. So people are very excited going out there and really just going to uh, have fun in Christ in that way. Uh, very excited for that. I'll also be going immediately after Soft Options, heading out there to go check out what is actually Cracker Lacking. But on the show today, lots still coming up. We will be speaking to Father Dennis Onhansi, who is the youth chaplain in Cape Town, who is also at Bosco Center, just to give us an idea of what is happening out there at the moment. And uh, also we prepare you uh, for your year of mercy today. Also remembering that today is the memorial of St. Francis Xavier, who was a priest. Uh, so just keeping that in mind. It is our birthday hour, as you do know. Uh, so remember, you can drop me an SMS on 41809, starting with the word B-Day, and uh, we'll be able to do our best to get your message out there. 13 minutes after 1 o'clock, good afternoon. It's Soft Options, the show that's more than just a cherry on top.
And that brings us to 18 minutes after 1 o'clock here on Soft Options. Yes, the name is Akane Malobola, standing in for the birthday boy. Uh, getting a lot of calls off air. The phones are ringing off the hook. Everybody wanting to wish uh, him a happy birthday. So what we're going to do, I'll tell you, is uh, we're going to be playing a song to celebrate his birthday today. Uh, I'm, I'm getting him to come back to the studio because I'd like you to wish him yourself. So um, we're going to play a song and when we come back from the song, uh, you can give us a call and really just... Uh, Give your well wishes uh, to uh, Mr. Birthday Man himself, uh, Mr. Khanya Ditabe. He'll be in the studio uh, very, very shortly. But for now, let's celebrate his birthday. This is Pharrell Williams with Happy. It is Radio Veritas, 5, 7, 6 a.m., 20 past 1, and we're celebrating with the birthday boy himself. Khanya, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you, Aki. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. We're celebrating your birthday, and for once you're on the other side uh, <laughs> of, of, of the mic, yeah? <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. So, uh, before we get into a chat, we've got all these calls that have just been coming in. I can't control the phone lines today. Uh, people just wanting to wish you. So, I just want you to... Uh, take it all in. Take it all in. Okay. Alrighty. We've got a first core on the line. Hi, you're live on the radio. Hello. Hi, you're live on the radio. Khanya is here listening uh, for your message. Thank you, Khanya. Everything of the best. And may God richly bless you and, and all your future dreams come true. And I'm sure you know whose who's voice is it. Uh, um, yes, I know very <laughs> well. And thank you very much. And, and how have you been? I've, I must do this. I say I'm phoning you now because I know you take time and pride to phone all of us. So <laughs> yes. I think it's our duty to phone you now to give you the respect that no, you deserve. No, thank you very much. Man. Okay, how, remember God loves you. Thank you very and much. keep up the good work. 
Thank you very much. Okay, I know you've got a stream of calls coming in, so I don't want to hold it up. <laughs> Thank no. you very much. Okay, <laughs> bye Love you, Ne. Love God you bless. too. Thanks. Bye. God bless. Bye. Hi, you're live on Radio Veritas. Okay, we've lost that one. Hi, you're live on the radio. Hello. Hello. Hi. It's Charmaine from uh, Port Elizabeth. Hello, Charmaine. We're celebrating Khanya's birthday in the studio. Yes, I did. I phone to to ask him to have a happy day and may God bless him with all the successes in his life and and also uh, for the lovely person that he is for Radio Veritas. Oh, a lot. No, thank you uh, very much. A lovely person that he is for Radio Veritas. And also, so, um, I would like to say a prayer for him. Okay. Hanya, this is for you. Lord Jesus, thank you that you come into my world to put up your tent in my life and that I can now be your temple because the Holy Spirit lives in me. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Hanya, for the day. Thank you very and much. And love Amen. you most, lots and most and most and most of love. Thank love you very much. All of you that radio very just that thing, that's now the best love to you, Hanya. Thank you very much, Shemaine. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Shemaine. Bye bye. Hi, you're on the radio. Uh, good afternoon. This is uh, Fatima from Pretoria. Hello, Fatima. Um, I just want to wish also Hanya a very happy birthday that he shares also with my sister in law, Anna. She's she's turning 60 today, and Khanya is I'm much younger than her, that's for sure. <laughs> Only a year younger. Khanya. <laughs> so I heard you this morning. I didn't get a chance to find you. That's why I'm finding now. No, thank you, Fatima. And you did say yesterday that you're going to call in today. For, yes, for that's Anna. right. Yes. But I, yesterday, I didn't found out this morning it was your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and mine is on Sunday, so we're all in the same week. Believe it or not. <laughs> yes, Khadia. No, uh, thank you, Is Fatima. it possible to uh, send a message to Anna? Yes, sure. what that's do you okay. want to say to Anna? Um, dearest Anna, um, Thank you for being such um, a dear sister-in-law. We all love you very much, and you must enjoy your day, and God bless. All our love from Fatima and Daniel. All righty. Thank you so much, Fatima. We really appreciate that, yeah? Okay, but uh, uh, so can I give her her cell number? Definitely. Go ahead. I'll wait two. Mm Mm-hmm. Five two four double nine five nine. Double nine five nine. Thank you very much, Fatima. We'll do our best to get a hold of you. Okay, thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, and keep you. up the good work. All of you is a very very does. Thank you so much, Fatima. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, you're on Radio Veritas. Hi, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. We're celebrating Khanya's birthday. We are indeed Akani. You're speaking to Jack Lepinka. And I want to say to Kanya, dearest Kanya, angels of God don't grow older. However, they grow wiser and formidable to can continue to evangelize the word of God. 
you're doing exactly what your name says. You bring light to our life. And indeed, Radio Veritas is blessed and enriched to have a person of your caliber and your stature in the station. We are where we are. We wake up every day smiling when we hear your voice. Despite the pains and aches that we go through, we know that we've got a doctor, a spiritual doctor, somebody who just listen and know what to do and what to say that will soothe your heart and your, heart, your pain and aches. I want to wish you everything of the best and may you continue to grow wiser and formidable. Thank you, Magic. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. That's really appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Taking our last couple of calls, Khanya, as you mm. can see, it's very uncontrollable uh, today in the studio. Hi, you're live on the radio. Hi, Akani. Hi there. How are you? Well, thanks. How are you, my brother? I'm good, thanks. Booty Martin. Uh, <laughs> now I need to speak to this other guy and find out what can he tell me about the... 39 years of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting for someone to do that. <laughs> Come on, can you tell me for 39 years, what is good that you can tell me about? Yo, Buji, there's actually, there's just so much. There's just so, 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 so much. But I think... Uh, uh, the latest, of course, is the, you know, the addition to my family, my boy, uh, Holang. Um, Holang? Oh, how old is he? Well, he's, he turned one in July. Oh, oh, congratulations. That was a good secret. And so there, <laughs> was it? Uh, so you mean you yes, didn't know all this? I can see, but this is what's been happening in the, 30, uh, in the 39 years. <laughs> in secret of... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I mentioned that on my birthday last year. I did, actually. Oh, maybe maybe I was a bit deaf then. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might... <laughs> well, anyway, Dathay, I want to wish you everything of the best. No, thank you and very much. And for the personality that you've got, you know. Make sure they God just act to that. And you should not subtract or diminish, you know. I think Akani will support you well with that. I know. Thank you very much. Thank you, Booty. <laughs> thank you so much, Booty. And thank you to your whole family as well for, you know, that love. Really, it, it really is appreciated. No, it's only a, a pleasure. Thank it's you very much, Booty. Thank you. Uh, so one can only say, Shilfalek, leave my key, oh, home that ye for yar, Mardi ere yo shehen, enoch by a yaris par. Enekes by a blade. Well done, Kanya, well done. Thank you very much. <laughs> and if you've got an Akani, yes, sir. Just keep him on his toes there, brother. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kanya. Or I don't put a reputer thing at us, so keep up the Aroguna. <laughs> Thank you so much, Putty. Take care. <laughs> Taking our last two calls uh, as we celebrate Chaya's birthday. Hi, you're live on the radio. Good afternoon. How are you both this afternoon? Very well, thanks. Great. Thank you. I'm phoning to phone the big blessing in our lives, Chaya. A very, very happy birthday. May God grant you all your heart's desires and bless you every single time you phone a person on the radio for their birthday. May that blessing come back to you a hundredfold in your life. And truly, you are a blessing to us. You make us smile. You make us laugh. 
we just love who you are. You're such a special person. And if I was there, I'd bring you a huge cake. And every single time you made me smile, there would not be enough room on the cake <laughs> for all your candles to light up the room. Because you know what, Hanya? You light it up just with your smile and your beautiful voice and your beautiful personality. No, thank you very much. Ma. And thank this you. is with all our love from Bear from Centurion I did and think Sam and Megan. Yes. I think you know us as a family, oh, Hanya. yes, yes. <laughs> no, thank you very much, Bev. And uh, we will see you when you come visit again one day soon. Next, soon. Next week. There Next we are. Week there we go. <laughs> no, thank you very much. Have Bev. an awesome day and celebrate well. And congratulations, Hanya. Thank you very much. God bless. bless. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. And it's now half past one. Taking our last call before uh, we we start to chat with you, sir. Uh, Hi, you're live on the radio. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Hello, Peter. Hello, my friend. Many happy returns of the day and many, many more. And God bless. No, thank you very much, Peter. That's appreciated so much. Hope you have a lovely, lovely day. Thank you. Can we much. sing for you quickly? Oh, why not? Why not, Peter? And yes. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Hanya. Happy birthday to you. Hip hip. Hooray. Hip hip. Hooray. Okay, my friend, see you. Peter, thank you very much. Enjoy your day and many, many more blessed and healthy ones. Thank you. Thank you very much. Do enjoy your day. Thank you very much, Peter. That's okay, then. Bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. Uh, the phone lines are still going crazy, but uh, <laughs> in the interest of this uh, show going on, Khaya. Uh, you, you, you've heard most people appreciate you. Um, you. You've got a lot to be thankful for over the last uh, couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you like to tease people about their age, uh, you, you've come out with your real age. Oh, yes. I uh, mean, that, that's my age. So <laughs> I, I think most people I don't do believe. I very young and I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my age. I'm 39 now, just uh, a few days before 40. As 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 they say, few days before forty. Interesting things. So, um, what are you most grateful for? I think this is a very important question, and that's why you ask lots of people this one question. Yes. What are you most grateful for so far uh, in these last thirty nine years? You know, as I as I always say that uh, one of the uh, things that I'm really truly grateful for is how I ended up here at Radio Veritas. I. Mm. I you know, you have dreams in life as a young boy that you'll end up somewhere and you'll... But, you know, I, I came to Radio Veritas by chance. Totally. Interesting. Okay. And then I... I mean, it wasn't even a radio station then. It was just a CD production house. And uh, I, I got to be here. And then uh, a few years later, about uh, one and a half years later, Radio Veritas got a, uh, a license. Yeah. A, a temporary license. And then I went, you know, I was told that uh, you actually have to audition mm. for, you know, to be on air because, you know, something, we know you know something about music. So I came and I was auditioned and I was told uh, by Pat Rogers then, who was executive producer, okay, you, I think you, it, it might work. Let's see, let's try you out and see, but we think you, you know, you can do this. And so, you know, that's how we, that's how I got here. And yeah. so it was pure chance so yeah, to speak yeah. and for me 
uh, that's the, I'm grateful for it because I, I find that obviously God has a way to channel one. Uh, you know, mm. you might have your own dreams in life and that this is what I'd like to do and whatever. But God actually has that channel for you and he will open that channel, that correct channel for you. Yeah. As they say, step aside. This is God engineering. And he kind of fi- he finds <laughs> you here. Hey? Of course. Yes. <laughs> awesome stuff. I think from all of us at the station, we really just wanted to say uh, thank you very much for everything that you do. But most importantly, uh, that you have a very, very blessed uh, year ahead of you, not just today. Um, and I'm sure you can feel the love from your listeners. Uh, the SMS line is also close to broken now with all the messages. <laughs> uh, I'm now going to give out your email address so that they can... <laughs> <laughs> divert all the emails uh, through to you but from ourselves happy happy birthday and may god continue to bless you no thank you very much akani and let me just say thanks to the listener of radio veritas you know one sits here you as you're sitting now speaking to the microphone mm. and uh well, as soon as i leave here you're all alone in the studio except spirit outside and so yeah yeah uh, but you know we we sit and we speak to this microphone and you don't know you know what Yes. How and uh, you know what what you're actually doing? You you just speak into that, and so getting response from people and how they are, you know how they appreciate what we do at Radio Veritas is is really, uh, you know one of one of the big things mm. uh, that you know that that I feel that wow. So there is response. Some, sure. Something is happening out there. Yeah. Um, and uh, hearing other people talk about how I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that that's very odd. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Yes, yeah. you know, telling me uh, how, you know, uh, perhaps you know, uh, when I call them, for example, on on their birthday, and they say, "Wow, I've been expecting this for." you know, the last year and sure. so on. So it means then we we definitely going somewhere as a Catholic radio station. Mm. And of course, one of our duties as Christians is to make a difference in one's life, definitely. whether it's by what you say, whether it's by what you do, but at least one, one, one person a day um, make a difference in their life. Mm. And I think, you know, if we can do that, then we have achieved it. And so getting that response that we are definitely making some even a little bit, uh, you know, yeah, of yeah, a difference, yeah. that's really appreciated. Nice one. Well, uh, here's to another 45 years behind the mic, <laughs> and maybe we'll add 10 to that. <laughs> Thank you very much, Akani. Great stuff. That's Khanya Ditabe hanging out with us, celebrating his birthday, a very hardworking gentleman who we thought we need to take at least half an hour out of his schedule uh, to make sure he celebrates his birthday with you. Uh, and this one dedicated to him. It's a new one on the station. It's Luis Obala with Pambili. I hope that you do enjoy. Let's put our hands up like this. So we put our hands up as a sign of surrender to Jesus. To Jesus, who is the commander of the Lord's army. And the reason we go with Jesus is because he never retreats. He always advances. He never goes back. See a Light up the unique 
darkness hides his face There's no one greater than you You're the strength for the weak When they shout your name You're the hope for today When we do the same Though the sun and the moon Soon will fade away
예수 그건 예수 할렐루야 예수 할렐루야 You are listening to Radio Radio Veritas 
That's the sound of the Katinas bringing us to a quarter to two o'clock here on Radio Veritas 576 AM where we hopefully are bringing you great music and great inspiration to keep going uh, on your everyday endeavors. Thank you very much for everybody's messages and calls that have been coming through. Uh, unfortunately, unable to take all of them. Khanya's had to uh, rush out as well to uh, go have a meeting. Um, but yeah, he really appreciates all your messages. All you can do is you can simply email him, Khanya at radioveritas.co.za. That's K-H-A-N-Y-A at radioveritas.co.za with all your messages. Uh, but going to our SMS line, uh, a message here coming through from Lucia, uh, sending God's richest blessings on Father Keith Gordon Davis' birthday today, uh, and also Thanksgiving to God uh, today. And uh, also uh, messages obviously flowing in for Mr. Ditabe himself. Uh, happy birthday, Khanya. We wish you a happy birthday. Uh, so the day has finally come. Kula Okokobendota. Uh, this one coming from Temba and Helen Ngube. Thank you very much uh, for uh, that message coming through. Uh, happy birthday for Khanya. May his good Lord continue to bless him. Uh, and what has been his highlight? Everybody wants to know what has been his highlight. And he's definitely answered to say, Khulang. Uh, his son has really been uh, one of his greatest highlights, especially over the last uh, year and a half or so. Uh, always being in our prayers. And this message coming from Menom. Uh, out in Pimville and everybody just sending that hip hip hooray thank you very very much Khanya has asked me to say thank you and thank you again all over and over for you uh, more and more thank you Pearl and family for sending in your messages I have forwarded it on uh, to Khanya remember you can celebrate uh, birthdays by sending me an SMS on 41809 with the message and hopefully the number of the person you'd like us to wish we are still trying to get a hold of Anna as uh, uh, we had been requested by Fatima uh, so we will still try unfortunately there's been no answer for the last three attempts but indeed we will continue to celebrate and uh, let's in the meantime continue celebrating with great music this is Kirk Franklin wanna be happy do you wanna be happy because Kirk Franklin has a message for you today what will truth do to you I just wanna be happy but if I keep on doing the things that keep on bringing me pain there's no one else I can blame if I'm not happy wasted time but now I can see the biggest enemy, it was me, so I'm not happy. Cry yourself to sleep, shout and raise your hands. It won't change a thing, child, until you understand. Preach. If you're tired of being the same, if you're tired of things not changing, it's time for you to get out the way. It only works if yeah, you wanna be happy. Look at yourself and say, Don't you wanna be happy? Yeah. I just wanna be happy. But if I keep on giving my heart for people to tear apart, the healing will never stop. So I can be happy. Yes, Lord. Will I ever be happy? Cry yourself to sleep, shout and raise your hands, it won't change a thing, child, until you understand. If I'm talking to you, you can say, if you're tired of being 
Hello, Wendy. Hello. How are you doing? Good, and you? Good. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Mm, so how have you been celebrating your birthday today? I'm at work. At work? Who goes yes. to work on their birthday? Me. Eh? <laughs> Did they sing for you today? <laughs> yeah. And about the cake in Yana? Yeah, I've got a nice cake and we just had the whole office was singing for me and we got cake. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay, so how old are you turning today? 50, big 5-0. Big 5-0? Yes. No, I'm, you sound like you're turning like 12 today. It was meant to be. Okay, so can I let more for more for And this message comes from Stabi, so saying, I hope that you have a really, really blessed birthday. Just know that you are loved, and thank you for being the blessing that you are. Oh, thank you. You are live on the radio, just by the way, Wendy. Amen. <laughs> You are live on Radio Veritas, the only Catholic radio station in South Africa. Okay, thank you. <laughs> now, Stabiso is listening. What would you like to say to Stabiso? Oh, thank you, Stabiso. Thank you, my boy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Happy birthday. Ne? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> great stuff. And you must have a great 15th birthday today, okay? Okay, thank you. I get to go one five. It's not five zero. Happy 50th, May, and we, we all at Radio Veritas want you to have a very blessed one, okay? Okay, thank you. Thanks Great very stuff. much. Uh, be blessed, day. <laughs> That's me, Wendy, celebrating her 50th birthday on the same day as Mr. Ditabe. Jesus, I stand for you. No matter what you lead me through They will chase me out and close me down But Jesus, I'll stand for you
my place of Jesus I'll always stand for you I stand for you. Do you stand for him? I definitely do. I stand for you, Jesus. That's the prayer they're singing there. 363, our local guys uh, here on Radio Veritas. And thank you very much for all participating today on our birthday hour, making it really special uh, for that one person that continues to make our birthdays that much brighter uh, through his whistles, his singing, his shouting, and all those nice things he does on our birthdays, celebrating the birthday of Chanya Ritabe all day here at the station and obviously in your home, in your car, wherever you are at. Unfortunately, I uh, couldn't get a hold of Anna, uh, so Fatima, we will continue to try. But unfortunately, this brings us to the end of our birthday hour. And remember that at the top of the hour, we've got our news with uh, Mema Haributelezi here on Radio Veritas, who will be sharing with you exactly what is happening on the latest out in the news. For now, let's go to Lauren Daigle. This is Loyal. I can never
In your news at 2 and in local breaking news. Plus, suspects named after deadly U.S. shooting for radio operators. I am Mahadi Bitelezi. The Supreme Court of Appeal in Bloemfontein has overturned Oscar Pistorius's conviction from culpable homicide to murder. Judge Togozile Masipa is to determine a new sentence. Gashwal Brooks, communication officer of the Jesuit Refugee Services, who has been following the case closely, says it is indeed a victory for the state. It's definitely a victory for the state um, because, in this, as you know, that they appealed the matter because the contention was that uh, Judge Masipa had made the incorrect verdict by finding Oscar Pistorius only guilty of uh, culpable homicide. Um, and what they were doing was is that they were seeking um, a judgment to find him guilty of murder based on Dolores Eventualis. And that is exactly what they got in this instance. Brooks also tells us what is most likely to happen to Oscar Pistorius now since he's already out on parole. He's going to return to his uncle's home in Pretoria, and then the Christmas uh, break is going to continue. Uh, court is obviously going to be adjourned, but then he'll have to return so that he can be sentenced by the High Court, because that's where his matter was at. He is going to be sentenced to uh, a prison sentence. I think the minimum is 15 years. And finally, Brooks weighs in on whether the Supreme Court's appeal decision for a retrial will affect the credibility of Judge Togozile Masipa. We shouldn't jump to conclusions uh, about Judge Masipa in this instance. And the simple reason for that is because the Supreme Court of Appeal on a regular basis actually overturns matters or, or um, reinterprets an issue and corrects the law if it was misinterpreted. And that's exactly what the situation is here. Pope Francis has given an interview to a Catholic weekly magazine saying he hopes the forthcoming Jubilee Year of Mercy will enable people to read to discover an alternative to the atrocities, cruelty and exploitation of our world today. Philippa Hitchens has more. We have become so used to bad news of cruelty and atrocities, the Pope says, but the world needs to discover that God is our Father, that mercy exists, and that cruelty and condemnations are not the way forward. The Church itself, the Pope adds, sometimes falls into the temptation of following a hard line, of stressing only the moral norms, but how many people are excluded? Reiterating the image of the Church as a field hospital binding up the wounds of the injured, Pope Francis says this is the year of forgiveness and reconciliation. The Pope also talks about his personal discovery of God's mercy in his own life and calls for a revolution of tenderness to encourage more just, tolerant and patient relationships with individuals and nations. Pope Francis reveals he goes to confession every 15 to 20 days because he too needs God's mercy for the mistakes and sins he commits. He also recalls his very first experience of God's mercy in his own life when he walked into a confessional as a 17-year-old in Buenos Aires and walked out knowing that he was called to consecrate his life to the Lord. That date, September the 21st, marked the Feast of the Calling of St. Matthew, which is why he chose as his bishop's motto the Venerable Bede's Latin words describing the calling of St. Matthew, miserando atque eligendo, translated as having mercy in choosing him. Pope Francis also responds to a question about the female face of the church, saying it is not easy to understand the maternity of God. 
so he prefers to speak about the tenderness of God as our mother and our father. If we are open to this revolution of tenderness, the Pope says, we will become more tolerant, more patient and more tender, learning not to treat people as objects. The Pope gives the example of an employer who lays off his workers over the summer so that he doesn't have to pay the extra pension or social security costs of a full-time worker. If we're able to put ourselves in the other person's shoes, the Pope said, then things change and we stop thinking about the money in our own pockets. And finally, the Holy Father speaks of his spontaneous way of embracing the sick and the elderly in the same way that a mother and a father caress their newborn baby. During the Jubilee year, the Pope concludes, he'll be suggesting different gestures every month to highlight God's mercy in our lives. The BBC has reported that police in California have named two suspects killed after a mass shooting which left 14 people dead at a social services centre. The man and woman, Syed Rizwan Farouk, 28, and Tashfin Malik, 27, were killed in an exchange of fire with police. Police Chief Jared Bugwan has said that Farouk had been a son said by Bernardino public health employee for five years. The attack took place at an event on Wednesday. None of the victims have been identified. The incident marks the deadliest mass shooting in the U.S. since 26 people were killed at a school in Newtown, Connecticut, in 2012. Taking a look at your financial indicators, the rand is trading at 14.34 to the dollar, 21.41 to the pound, and 15.16 to the euro. On to your commodities, gold is trading at $1,050.03 an ounce, while Brent crude oil is trading at $43.06 a barrel. Recapping your top stories for this hour. In your local breaking news and suspects named after deadly U.S. shooting. For Radio Veritas News, I am Mahadi Putelezi. Hello everyone, this is Bishop Kevin Dowling from Rustenburg and you are listening to Radio Veritas. I'm a listener, I've also participated many times with interviews and so forth. It's always been a wonderful gift and privilege to talk to you and to share my journey and experiences. So I wish you every blessing in life as you listen to Radio Veritas and be touched by good news. More than 2,000 years ago, a little baby was born in a manger an event that changed the world. Bring your family to experience Christmas carols with Radio Veritas and the Gifted Folks, a musical ensemble of talented classical crossover singers, songwriters and instrumentalists finally selected for the amazing natural gifts. At St. Jerome Croatian Catholic Church in Houghton, on the 16th of December at 4 p.m. And would cost you 100 rand for adults and 50 rand for children. For more information, contact Mahadi Butalezi on 011-663-4700. That Christmas carols with Radio Veritas and gifted folks at St. Jerome Croatian Catholic Church, Houghton, on the 16th of December at 4 p.m.
And welcome back. It's eight minutes after two o'clock here on Soft Options. The name is Akane Malobola. And it's time for our fun quiz for this hour. Soon we'll be chatting to Father Dennis of uh, Cape Town. He is the youth chaplain out in Cape Town. But before we get into that, uh, I see which one of you is going to be our genius for the hour. So today's one is pretty simple. I'm going to share a phrase that this person said, and you need to tell me who they are. Uh, This is someone in the Bible that we all know about. Each and every one of us know about this person. And uh, this person said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Who am I? Hmm. I have gotten a man from the Lord. That's what this person said. Who is this person? 0114527115. Are you going to be the genius of our hour? Okay, so I'll give it to you again. This person said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Who is this person? Someone from the Bible? I have gotten a man from the Lord. It's one of those early, early phrases that Christians heard. That's your clue. 0114527115. Do you think you know the answer? Give us a call. Hello, you're on Radio Veritas. How are you, Akane? I'm fine, thank you. And how are you? I'm good. Who am I speaking to? Anka is Eve. Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very sure. 120% sure? 150. <laughs> and, and who am I speaking to? <laughs> okay, so Meza Nile... <laughs> How? How did you figure that one out? No, I, I just know. You just know your Bible. Because when he was, when he was uh, created by God, he let Adam to sleep. Uh-huh. And he took out the ribs. Uh-huh. One rib to create a beautiful woman for Adam. Hmm. I waruta me. Hey. <laughs> no, you indeed are correct. Um, it is that very same one. And it's taken from Genesis chapter 4, where uh, it says, And Adam knew Eve, his wife. She conceived and bore Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Taken from Genesis 4. So it was uh, Eve who did say that, hey? Or boss, Eddie Boss. I cannot please, please tell me... Uh... When Jesus says, when Jesus says, you like that jam? Yeah, yeah, oh, it makes me dance. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I will only play it if you promise me, Hurutlo Jaiv. Oh, you won't see me, but I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll see what I can do for you, ne? Okay, Adam, did we get hold of Kanya? Did we get a hold of Kanya? Yes, he was in studio for a whole 30 minutes. And uh, everybody was uh, wishing him a, a very happy birthday. Did you call him, Mark? No, he was in studio. I got a phone call. I got a phone call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you play uh, Did you record the history conversation? Yeah, I missed it. 
Did did we record it? Yeah, we'll we'll put it up on our website, and you'll be able to hear the podcast of it. Okay. Yeah, we'll on our website. Please can you play if you can. All right, I'll see what I can do. I'll try. I'll try. Thanks. Thank you so much, Adam. No problem, Mewaka. Have a great one, okay? And here's Thank your jam. You. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. Mezandile. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. And that one dedicated to our genius of the hour. Thank you so much, Meh. I hope that you are dancing like you promised you would do. <laughs> it's always great to be able to celebrate uh, Jesus and exactly who he is. Because it's so true. When he opens doors, nobody can shut them. Our God is indeed good. Now today uh, is the start of a really awesome event. It is history in the making here in South Africa. Our first annual South Africa Mini World Youth Day. And to chat to us a little bit about... Uh, 
what is happening out there right now is uh, Father Dennis Onkhansi out from Cape Town. He is the youth chaplain there. Uh, Father, how are you doing? Hello, Father Dennis. Hello. Okay, I think we've just just lost Father Dennis. I'm going to try to get him back on the line and uh, we'll be chatting to him. But apparently the excitement is incontainable at the Bosco Youth Center. If you are joining us, make your way out there. Please be safe because uh, you know how it is. December period, December season, uh, it gets a bit difficult out there. And um, people just don't always think for everybody else as they are, are driving on the road. So please, please, please be safe and uh, let's let's all arrive and... Have a good time. This is Anthony Evans. Greater is he. But I won't be shaken. No, I won't be shaken. There are times when I have doubted. When I feel surrounded. But your love surrounding me.
23 minutes after 2 o'clock and uh, apparently the reception isn't so great out at Bosco, but we're going to try to uh, speak to Father Dennis again. Hi, Father, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Kanye. Great Good stuff. Afternoon. Good afternoon, Father. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Yeah? It's a pleasure. Cool stuff. So, uh, what's happening, man? We, we're seeing some, some pictures all over social media. The youth have arrived from 5 o'clock this morning, apparently. Uh, what's, what's it like at Bosco at the moment? At the moment, it's very busy. Um, groups are still arriving. As we speak, we, we have up to nearly a 1,000 people already at wow. the venue. Yeah. Sure. And there is a bit of excitement in the air, but of course, some of them are also very tired from the traveling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when did Cape Town arrive? They arrived last night. Okay, great Last sir. night. Yeah, it's the Cape Town cluster, which includes Otsuaran and the R. Yes. Cool, cool. Okay, so we've got lots of exciting things that are coming up. Uh, what is the energy or the sense that you're getting from some of the youth of, of the kind of things they're ex- expecting? Yeah, as I said, they're singing, playing drums. Others are buying religious articles from the stores. Some are having a rest. And others are just still queuing up for the registration. Um, this, this evening at half past six, we will have the opening and the welcoming ceremony where the liaison bishop for the youth, Bishop Teddy Kamalo, will officially welcome the young people. 
Cool stuff. So it sounds like it's going to be a great one. Uh, so, Father, um, in terms of guys who, who are kind of, you know, not coming, what, what can we tell them they're missing here? Because it's very important that uh, they, they, they do know that there is something really great happening. There is something great happening. It's the first time in the history that we get, that we try to get all the Catholic youngsters together in this way for a mini World Youth Day. And there are already more than 20 dioceses here present. People are meeting each other. People are just um, just socializing. And it's just a great vibe, a great, great vibe. <laughs> nice one. There are many priests as well, and some bishops have also arrived already. Okay, so yeah. uh, looking at the event, what are the kind of things we're going to benefit? Is this a spiritual thing? Are we just coming to hang out? What's the situation? Yeah, you know, we are people, we are holistic people, so there's spiritual things that's happening, there's cultural things on the program, there's a concert on the program, there's going to be opportunity for going to confessions, there's going to be Holy Mass every day, and there are going to be speakers who will be speaking on various topics relevant to the life of Christian youth today. Yeah. Okay, great stuff. Well, thank you so much for sharing so far. Uh, I'm surely very excited. I, as soon as I'm done here in the studio, I'll be joining you guys. Um, and I, I'm hoping we, we get to chat to you here again on the show tomorrow. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Thank okay. you. Great stuff. Thank, thank you. you very much, Father Dennis. Okay. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Alrighty, that is Father Dennis Onhansi, who is the youth chaplain uh, for the uh, Cape Town Diocese. And as you can hear, over 20 dioceses are already represented, close to a thousand young people that are there. Trust me, if you're not registered, Shem, Shem, that's all I can say for you. I feel sorry for you right now. But don't be, uh, don't, don't, don't worry, don't worry. We're going to give you all the images and we're going to try to include you uh, if you follow our Facebook page that is Radio Veritas South Africa. And uh, you'll be able to feel like you're a part of it and make sure that you are there at the next one. So I did promise you a little bit earlier that we are going to be kind of preparing you uh, for the Year of Mercy that is coming up. Speaking about that, you can jump onto our website. We've got a really nice countdown telling you exactly how many days hours, minutes, seconds uh, we have up until the actual start of the Year of Mercy on the 8th of December. Um, And because of that and leading up to that, uh, we listened to Monsignor John Kennedy from the Vatican's Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith as he reflects on how you and I can integrate our faith with our actions on the issue of homelessness and on the life of Jesus who was a man without fixed roots. So this is something that's really going to kind of bring you closer. And this one is titled Shelter the Homeless. Now, I want you to listen to this because for me, when I heard it this morning, I thought, man, I never, ever thought about it this way. So I hope you do enjoy. Welcome to Putting Mercy to Work. Today we'll be looking at the fourth corporal work of mercy and joining me to discuss this work is Monsignor John Kennedy, an official at the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. Well, the fourth corporal work is to shelter the homeless. Now, we all know very sadly that homelessness is a worldwide phenomenon. Homelessness is an extremely serious condition in which people lack a regular, a safe or an adequate dwelling place. And it's not just about having no roof over your head, because having no home impacts on everything that we do, either as single individuals or even as families. 
and it impacts on your life and your work and your health, your social relationships, everything. So according to some recent statistics that I checked on the internet, it's estimated that 100 million people worldwide were homeless a decade ago. And I would imagine, because if we're following the news these days with the unrest in Syria, North Africa, Iraq, as well as other parts of the world, I would guess that the number has certainly increased significantly. Within this figure, the statistics were showing that, and this probably comes as no little surprise to you, that because um, we really see it with our own eyes, that the large majority of the homeless are men. It tends to be 75 to 80 percent, and within the category of men, it's single males who are sort of particularly overrepresented. So given the extent of the situation worldwide, we can see how important this corporate work of mercy is. Clearly, something needs to be done. So is sheltering the homeless the responsibility of governments or of individuals? It's a really good question. I believe that Pope Francis desired to speak about the corporal works of mercy in this lead-up to the Jubilee, and particularly about sheltering the homeless, is very timely. It's not that homelessness didn't exist in the past as a reality, but I think we're coming to a more global appreciation of the connectedness of society and of our responsibility for tackling this phenomenon. We can often forget in a world that's marked by so much technology. I'm looking around the studio, you've a TV, you've microphones, you've a rack system there for the, the amplifier and so on. We've got lots of advancement surrounding us. I've got a mobile phone here. Um, but you know, this social problem still remains. And so the whole question of uh, homelessness and, and how to solve the problem is both an individual and a societal um, responsibility. I would say it's a shared responsibility. Now, it's true that most countries do provide a variety of services to assist homeless people. They provide food and shelter, clothing, and maybe these are run by community organisations or by volunteers as well. She calls out to the man on the street Sir, can you help me? As individuals, I would imagine that the task of sheltering the homeless seems either daunting or perhaps impossible. And how does one individual or one family solve a problem that is present in every society? And can we seriously make a difference, do you think? Right. Well, without getting into the questions of why perhaps certain individuals are homeless in the first place and the, the circumstances that sort of lie behind their condition, and, and kind of aware that if you were just willy-nilly to take a, a homeless person into your house, that could provide a danger. I'm sort of more favourable towards um, supporting initiatives that can help the individuals and the families in this particular kind of need, because as I said at the beginning, it's not just about the roof over the head, but it's also about that other, providing that other range of assistance that's required to get the person back into a way in which they can perhaps get some education, get health, uh, maybe find a job and then begin to stand on their own two feet again. So in that regard, I feel that supporting those properly established and those professional services, I think, would offer the homeless person the best possible path and, and certainly the widest range of services and assistance that will help them to take the next step. What does the church teach on this question? Lots, but let me just quote one thing. The Catechism of the Catholic Church goes to the core of what Christ says about the poor and the homeless and it says that human misery elicited the compassion of Christ, the Saviour. Hence, those who are oppressed by poverty 
are the object of a preferential love on the part of the church. So if we take that seriously, if Christ loves the poor in a preferential way, well, then we should love the poor and, and try and help them too. I don't know where, you know, we often think about this, but, you know, Jesus didn't start life in a home like the way you and I did, or even in a hospital. He was born in a stable designed for animals. His parents weren't even in their own home because they were travelling, if you remember, for the purpose of the census. So he'd hardly actually then come into the world when Mary and Joseph took him across a border to a foreign country to escape the intentions of King Herod, who intended to murder Jesus. And uh, so really, from day one, he he became a baby on the run. He became a, a homeless asylum seeker in Egypt. And during the years then, when he was growing up in Nazareth, he didn't enjoy a home really to live in very much for for all of his life. He, he died at the age of 33. Uh, once he was baptised by John and began his public ministry, he sort of became a homeless person again, travelling around, preaching the kingdom of God with his disciples. The Lord often speaks about homelessness. Can you give us an example of what he says? You could look at Matthew chapter 8 and Luke chapter 9 and Jesus in these texts is speaking about himself as the Son of Man. And he says, foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. So he didn't actually own a property. He didn't have a fixed dwelling where he could lay his head on a pillow and go to sleep at night. And at the end, Jesus didn't even die at home. He didn't die in a hospital. He wasn't there supported by the kind care that very often uh, dying people can expect. His death was a very uh, tortuous death, slow. Uh, barbarous, actually, um, a source of entertainment for curious spectators. And um, you could ask yourself, who's more homeless than the person who's nailed on the cross? So in his own particular way, Jesus was born and lived and died kind of as a homeless person, as a person without fixed roots. And so that, therefore he's the brother and the friend of all the homeless people and of all refugees, of all asylum seekers. So if we want to show a love for him, then we show a love for them as well. So we can see that Jesus not only lived as a homeless person, but also had concerns for the homeless. It's true, and he repeatedly showed his practical concern for homeless people. Take the instance where Jesus encounters the leper and cures him. Uh, He really pretty much ignores the law about keeping his distance from other people, like lepers. The leper comes close to Jesus, he falls at his feet, and he says, if you choose, you can make me clean. So Jesus' heart goes out to this poor man, this man who had been excluded from his own home because he was out living in the desert with a bell around his neck to warn people that that he was close by. And so he touches him and he cures him. So then the homeless leper no longer has to sleep rough, but can now actually return, can be repatriated to his family and friends. In this way, Jesus making the man whole again. That's what Jesus' intention in all of his curings and healings is, is to restore people, to make people whole the well-known parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Well, there you are again, Jesus presenting another man faced uh, this time day after day with a homeless person living at his doorstep. Um, The parable doesn't give any indication of how the rich man became rich. We're not suggesting that he became rich by some sort of immoral or even by criminal practice. But what this man doesn't do is that he doesn't reach out. Uh, He has these sins of omission. 
Um, he prefers to be elegantly dressed and well fed and he actually then ignores this destitute person living at his doorstep um, and this poor person is, is required to eat the crumbs that fall from his table. So here you have this huge painful contrast and not just in life because this continues after his death but now in a kind of a strikingly reversed manner because the poor man, uh, Lazarus, the homeless man, he's carried away to the bosom of Abraham and he's comforted in heaven. Um, and he enjoys, if you like, a choice position at the heavenly banquet, whereas this rich, well-fed man, he's buried. And uh, then he looks up and he sees um, Abraham and Lazarus. And in this tragic situation, then, we see he who wouldn't give is now forced to ask Lazarus for help. He wants a, a water. He wants him to dip uh, the finger of his water and cool his tongue. And then as the story goes on, you, and you can read it yourself, it's very interesting. It's in Luke chapter 16. Lazarus and, and the rich man are separated. Um, and yet the big gap between heaven uh, between heaven and, and where the, this man is, is is so large in comparison to the small gap that existed between them when they were living like uh, cheek to jowl. Uh, the, the rich man could easily have brought him some food. He could have given some clothing. He could have given him a place of shelter. He could have given him some medicine. But now this great chasm has separated the two men and it's now impossible for them to meet. We've been talking about the New Testament. Perhaps you could... Give us an account from the Old Testament. Sure. Well, the Old Testament, as you know, prefigures and uh, lays the foundation stone for the New Testament. And in the prophets, you find them vigorously reminding the audience to care for widows, orphans and other people, strangers in distress. But none of them took the further step that Jesus did. He was the one who actually identified himself with the homeless, although some of the prophets actually did live in, in very poor conditions as well. Um, and so what we perhaps think of here maybe as in terms of a text is the prophet Isaiah in chapter 58 verse 7 where you read Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor with shelter when you see the naked to clothe him and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood So this is bringing the whole thing even closer to home that it's not just the person that you don't know it might even be a member of your own family too Have there been any recent initiatives at the Vatican to help those in need? Well we know of lots of initiatives, particularly with this Pope. And if I could perhaps just mention one, this Pope, Pope Francis, dined with the poor and he's established many structures to um, help them. But two recent events come to mind. Uh, Pope Francis had um, a vision from the very beginning of a poor church for the poor. And uh, he recently invited and organised for 150 homeless people to come and visit the Vatican Museums. Like, if you're living on the streets, you probably don't feel like you should go to a museum. Uh, you probably feel like uh, you wouldn't fit in or maybe you'd sort of be bothering people. But the Pope wanted to give these people a chance to raise their spirits and to show that they were really special. And then a few weeks ago, there was a concert with and for the poor in the Pope Paul VI audience hall. If our listeners don't understand what that is, it's to the left-hand side of the Basilica in Vatican City State. And it's used for events and concerts and gatherings. And it was supported and sponsored by the Office of the Apostolic Almsgiver and also other people too, the Council for Culture, Pontifical Council for the Promoting of the New Evangelization and uh, the St. Matthew Foundation in memory of Cardinal Fantoine. It was a great event with the Pope, with the poor, enjoying this beautiful music, again raising their spirits, just really the Pope just putting his, his, uh, his faith into action.
And that brings us to exactly 20 to 3 o'clock. Uh, it's amazing how time flies when you're having such a good time. And that is really just giving us a bit of more information about our fourth uh, corporal work of mercy uh, titled Shelter the Homeless. And I hope that these lessons we're learning will really bring us to to really kind of have the best benefit of the the time that we're going to be having um obviously this leading up to the 8th of december putting mercy to work is what that series is called you will hear it uh, daily here on radio veritas and uh, we hope that is going to bring you some sort of a uh, growth in your own spiritual life and that you can go out and share that very same message out there thank you very much for your sms me this one coming all the way out from Vereniging. Thank you very, very much. We're going to be out in Walkerville very soon. Well, lots of uh, people are out there as we speak. Uh, I'm going to be joining them a little bit later. Mepuleng, um, I know it's a special day. And uh, just because it's your special day, here's a song that I know you will love. You really, really will. Uh, this is Patusile, and she's singing O Zundi Twale. <laughs> Yeah. 
are listening to Radio Radio Veritas. We worship you this morning, Lord. We declare together that it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. At the center of it all. Sing it. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus, nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. Jesus, you're the Jesus be the center, say, Jesus be the center of my life, Jesus be the center of my life, from beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you.
It's Israel and the new breed, Jesus, 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 Jesus at the center. You're listening to Radio Veritas 576 AM. It is soft options. Yes, it isn't Kanye. He's standing in for him today on his birthday is Akane Malobola. And I'd like to share something with you that I found was very, very awesome. It was posted by uh, Victoria Osteen, the wife to Pastor Joel Osteen, a very popular guy um, who really does uh, share a lot of good spiritual stuff that you and I can grow from. Uh, Are you facing something that seems impossible in your life, in your relationships, your finances or on your job? You see, when we don't know what to do or how to do it, remember this, God does. When it looks like there is nothing in your bank account, remember God has unlimited supply. When you're looking for an opportunity and you're ready to give up, remember God knows how to get you the right place at the right time. He has everything that you need today. Your part is to yield yourself to Him and keep speaking His promises. I want to repeat that. Your part is to yield yourself to Him and keep speaking His promises. In Scripture, many people faced impossible situations. In Genesis, God promised Abraham and Sarah that they would give birth to a son and that all the generations of the earth would be blessed through him. In the natural, this looked really impossible because Sarah was 90 and Abraham was older than that. Not exactly childbearing years. But they considered what God could do beyond the limits of the possible. They didn't do everything perfectly, but eventually their faith opened the door for God to bring to pass what He had promised in their lives. When they considered God, He strengthened their mortal bodies so that they could conceive a child when it seemed impossible. So remember this today, when things look impossible in your life, Our God goes beyond the limits of the possible. Focus on His faithfulness. I don't think you heard me. Focus on His faithfulness. Consider His promises. Open your heart to Him today and watch Him go beyond the limits of the possible. We read in Galatians chapter 3 verse 6, Abraham believed in God and counted Him as righteous because of His faith.
You know who you are in Christ, indeed, indeed, indeed. That is Sinach, I know who I am. Bring us to exactly three o'clock, and as you know, it's time to say our Divine Mercy Chaplet. Let us now join together in reciting the Divine Mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen.
Let's go. 
I'm Reverend Father Anthony Wolfo from the Catholic Archdiocese of Abuja in Nigeria. You are listening to Radio Veritas. Welcome back. It's 20 minutes after 3 o'clock. 
And uh, this means, obviously, it is time for you and I to have that little bit of fun with our fun quiz for today's second hour. And um, I'm looking for a new genius of the hour for our show for today. Question today is pretty simple. You will know this if you're a lover of Catholic choral music. Uh, You will know this if you're a good listener of Radio Veritas because you may have heard about this. And uh, also if you follow our Facebook page, you will have the answer to this question. So here's your question. Where will the Interdiocese Catholic Church Choirs Music Association, in association with Radio Veritas Choir Competitions, be taking place? And when will they be taking place? So where will the Interdiocese Catholic Church Choir Music Association in association with Radio Veritas uh, choir competitions be taking place and when. So where and when will the choir competitions be taking place? 011452-7115 is the number that you need to dial. I'd love to get to know you. I'm pretty certain that you have been listening to some of the announcements or the notices that have been going out. There is a choir competition taking place very, very, very soon. And um, I want to find out from you, where will it be taking place and when? Radio Veritas has teamed up with them for another year. And you may remember we had the St. Cecilia Award we spoke about. Hmm? It was those competitions that took place. So it's taking place again this year, uh, very soon here in the month of December. But when, which date will it be taking place and where will it be taking place? 011452-7115. Let's see, let's see. I think we may just have a genius on the line. Hi, you're live on the radio. Hello? Okay, let's try this line. Hi, you're live on the radio. Hi, Akani, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm okay. Hello, Mama. Hey. Mm, I, I know you've got this one right. <laughs> I can feel it in my blood that you have the answer to this one. So yes, the question is, course. where and when are these competitions taking place? Uh, it's starting from the 5th of December until the 6th of December. Uh-huh. It's Mahato. Kukarangua, it used to be called Medunsa. I know. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? You, I knew you were going to get this right. Is, is it because it's, it's because your... Because I'm always there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mewaka, who would you like to say hello to? Thank you so much. Uh, you definitely got it right. Yes, thank you, Akane. I'll just say uh, hello to everybody who's listening. And uh, happy birthday to Mbate Khanya. Uh-huh. Happy anniversary to Father Maselwane. Uh-huh. And uh, every time. How feature on to the air. Radio Veritas, I'm going to learn something today. Nice. So thank you very much for this. 
Oh, thank you very much for being a listener. We really appreciate you. And uh, let me ask you, what song? What song do you like best? Uh, Let's see. Does it sound a little like this? These are the praising seraphs, and they also from our home archdiocese Pretoria. Just saying. Yeah. Bragging rights, if they. Go on, Ayager. I can't wait. I can't wait. No, yeah, yeah, nice, yeah, right, yeah. Too nice, yeah, but you know, we right. Thank you. All right, thank you so much, Mama. Okay.
that one dedicated to Me Olga Maponya, our genius of the hour. Thank you very, very much. Indeed, you answered that question correctly. Uh, it will be taking place uh, from the 5th to the 6th of December. What am I talking about? Uh, Radio Veritas and the Interdiocese Catholic Church Choir's Music Association Festival will be taking place at the Sefa to Health and Science University. It will start at 9 o'clock. And uh, trust me, it's going to be one event you don't want to miss. I was at the last one, and trust me, I, I, I really, I really wish I could split myself in two, and uh, half of me be at the Mini World Youth Day, and half of me at these competitions. Uh, do go out there, and uh, you'll see we've got uh, a very nice Saint Cecilia trophy that is kind of up for grabs for the best conductor. So go uh, check it out, and, and let us know who you think is going to be winning that one. And yeah, man, this is a great event. So do. Uh, go out and support. Uh, for more information, you can contact uh, Clement Minyoko on 0829680600. I'll repeat that for you. 0829680600. That's if you want more information about these competitions that are going to be taking place. It is now 3.30.
the 3rd of December, we celebrate the feast day of St. Francis Xavier, who lived from 1506 to 1552. We hear in Matthew chapter 16, verse 26a, Jesus asking, What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? These words were repeated to a young teacher of philosophy who had a highly promising career in academics with success and a life of prestige and honor before him. Francis Xavier, 24 at the time, and living and teaching in Paris, did not heed these words at once. They came from a good friend, Ignatius of Loyola, whose tireless persuasion finally won the young man to Christ. Francis then made the spiritual exercises under the direction of Ignatius, and in 1534 joined his little community, the Infant Society of Jesus. Together at Montmartre, they vowed poverty, chastity, and apostolic service according to the directions of the Pope. From Venice, where he was ordained a priest in 1537, Francis Xavier went on to Lisbon and from there sailed to the East Indies, landing at Goa on the west coast of India. For the next ten years, he labored to bring the faith to such widely scattered peoples as the Hindus, the Malayans and the Japanese. He spent much of that time in India and served as provincial of the newly established Jesuit province of India. Wherever he went, he lived with the poorest people, sharing their food and rough accommodations. He spent countless hours ministering to the sick and the poor, particularly to lepers. Very often he had no time to sleep or even to say his breviary, but as we know from his letters, he was filled always with joy. Francis went through the islands of Malaysia, then up to Japan. He learnt enough Japanese to preach to simple folk, to instruct and to baptize, and to establish missions for those who were to follow him. From Japan, he had dreams of going to China, but this plan was never realized, for before reaching the mainland, he died. His remains are enshrined in the Church of Good Jesus in Goa. All of us are called to go and to preach to all nations, as we hear in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Our preaching is not necessarily on distant shores, but to our families, our children, our husband or wife, our co-workers. And we are called to preach not with words, but with our everyday lives. Only by sacrifice the giving up of all selfish gain, could Francis Xavier be free to bear the good news to the world. Sacrifice is leaving yourself behind at times for a greater good, the good of prayer, the good of helping someone in need, the good of just listening to another. The greatest gift we have is our time. Francis gave his to others. He is the patron saint of Japan and missionaries. 
Well, there you have it, our saint for today, St. Francis Xavier. And I hope that you've learned quite a bit. For me, he really just continues to inspire me. It is 22 minutes left of the show. Can you believe it? Uh, Time has really flown. Uh, But we don't stop here. We keep going. And uh, we really just continue to trust God. This is Lesejo. Get happy, Lewena.
Hello, my name is Pascaline Pale. You are listening to the Good News for a Change, Radio Veritas. Yahweh, El Shaddai. 
And so it's that time where we remember all those intentions that have been sent through to us and we pray with them tonight. We remember the intentions of Barbara, the intentions of Debbie, Remember the intentions of Mags. Remember the intentions of Anne. We remember Berenice, who is in hospital at the moment. We remember the intentions of Claudette. We remember the intentions of Yvonne. Who's praying for Lucia and Malibone. We remember the intentions of Yvonne Fowler. Today we remember Father Keith from the Bryanston Parish. We remember Iris, David, Alan, Alden. We remember all those anonymous intentions that have come through. Remember the intentions of Stan, Jenny, Erica, Michael, Thomas, and Holger. We also remember the intentions of Colette and her family. We also remember Father Emil at this time. We remember the intentions of Veronica out in Pretoria North. We remember Moirambama. We remember the intentions of Alison King. We remember the intentions of Debbie and Angelo out in Brakban. We remember the intentions of Doris Jackson, the intentions of Jenny. We remember the intentions of Rose. We remember Father Patrick Maseloane. We remember the intentions of GT. We also remember the intentions of Mamani. We remember the intentions of Leona Eddy. We also remember the intentions of Veronica out in Cape Town. For these intentions and those intentions on your heart, Lord hear us. Lord graciously hear us. And so that's how we come to the end of Soft Options for today. Um, 
Remember that you can catch us tomorrow again, same time, same place. I will be standing in as Father Emil is away and Khanya will be doing breakfast. I will be coming back from Bosco for the show tomorrow. So I'm very excited to be with you between 1 and 4 o'clock right here on Radio Veritas 576 AM. As you know, coming up is the news and followed uh, by the news is Changing Gear by His Grace Archbishop William Slattery of the Archdiocese of Pretoria. So do stay tuned. Lots of great programming still coming up here on Radio Veritas. And I hope that you're going to have a great evening. If you are driving, please drive safe. If you're going home now, uh, I'm excited for you because you get to relax, you get to breathe. Well done for today. You've done quite a bit of work. And uh, if you've been home, I hope that you realize how grateful you should be for being alive. Yes, things may not be working as we want them to, but we know that our Redeemer lives. From myself, Akane Malobola, up until tomorrow, it's God bless and goodbye.
Faithful. 